What do you not believe? I don't know. How can I believe every single thing? What the f do you think I'm doing? Listen, here's the thing. When you find one lie, there's a lot more. If you find one cockroach, there's gonna be a lot of cockroaches underneath that sheetrock. Look at me. I'll go head on with you all day. I'm telling the truth. I am not a liar. You have a lot of nerve. Don't talk to me like that. Or what? Seriously. Or what? <laughs> or nothing. Right, exactly. I Shut don't the up. You have no idea what you're talking about. Nothing. Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Epping Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, Nathan. How are you? How are you doing? Oh, how good was Bravo this week? Mate, what a gift from the gods. I know. So good. The Even dinner you're... party from hell. Oh. Even New York up was, it was all right. Like, it wasn't amazing, but it was a happy ep. Yeah, I, I'm happy to, to have it behind us. I know. This is what I'm happy we about. We made it through the wilderness, people. Somehow we <sighs> made it through. You Never know, knew how lost I was. <sighs> until I Verinda. found Beverly Hills. Oh, my God, oh, Beverly Hills. I know. Do you know what? I would give anything in this world. I would cut off my left nut to go have <laughs> dinner at Kathy Hilton's house. Oh, my God. Wasn't it breathtaking? I just love that she's prepping for days and days and days, and you can tell. So I was watching the after show on the YouTube, and okay. apparently Kathy Hilton starts setting up her house with decorations and trees, etc., for Christmas in September. Her Christmas Good trees her. are up in September, mate. Do you know what? I'm I was just a couple of hours ago just listening to Mariah Carey on Shuffle and all I want for Christmas for you oh. is you came on and I listened to the whole thing and I was bopping along and I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready for Christmas. Look, I know that Australia and the lockdown, we will be in some sort of lockdown. It may not be as heavy as now, but at Christmas, yeah. we ain't having a bajillion people over. So screw buying presents. I'm going to buy Christmas decorations. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to buy some Baccarat candles. Oh, you're going to buy a Baccarat candle. <laughs> Or maybe half of one. <laughs> we'll go halves. We'll share it. <laughs> Even then, I don't know. Oh, I, I know, right? Um, oh, all right. What an app. So, lots of Bravo news this week. Oh, yeah. Greg Leake, so sad. Yeah, RIP. Oh, my God. Poor Nene. And I thought I was going to be talking about the um, Nene getting on the mic at her Lanethia Lounge. Did you hear about that? I don't know. So it was a few days before Greg passed. She was at the Lanethia Lounge and someone pulled out their phone and took footage and sent it to on site. Oh, yeah. And she was addressing customers who had called her rude for not acknowledging a birthday in the crowd. And um, that's when she got mm. on the mic and she said, my husband is transitioning to the other side. And, you know, yeah. you, know you don't know what we're dealing with. We have to be here because it's our business. And she's like, you know. I'm not feeling good. I don't want to say happy birthday, okay? And I was just like, oh, my God, that's so awful. And then it was like the next day or the day after I saw the article that said yeah. he passed. Poor Greg. He always seemed so genuine. He seemed like he really loved her and he seemed like he didn't take uh, her for granted. He had no problem that she was the one in the, in the limelight. I don't think he really gave to, you know, a rips AS mm -hmm. or whatever it is, but... 
Yeah, so sad. They're yeah. poor kids. He's poor kids, right? Because I know they've got their one son together, but he's got other children as well. Mm. So sad. Yeah, a bit of a bummer. I know. And then, you know, on a completely other note with absolutely no transition, did you see Erica's tweet the other no. day? So it was after the episode we're going to be talking about today. So I don't know if it was today or yesterday she tweeted. She's like, God forbid I fight for myself. Stop thinking I'll quit just because you think I should. F that. And that was on Wednesday. And then she tweeted, thank you to everyone that is supportive and understanding. I will not be stopped. Well, you might be eventually. You're a criminal. Well, exactly. So obviously we know that she's going through bankruptcy court. There's no criminal charges thus far, but Ronald Richards, I listened to him on Up and Adam this morning and everyone knows that Ronald Richards is the lawyer representing the trustee for Girardi Keese, who Erica mm-hmm. or EJ Global owes $25 million to. He was on the Up and Adam. He basically says that, or he doesn't basically, he says that EJ Global was used by Tom and Erica as a tax evading business between 2008 and 2018. Uh, He believes that the Franchise Tax Board, so that's like our ATO, opened an audit and found that EJ Global um, as a company didn't engage as a profit-making business. It's never really made a profit. And so they had mm. been investigating her before this all this this all broke ten months ago or whenever it was. So in the first seven years of EJ Global, these were their losses. Three hundred thirty one thousand, one point four nine million, three point nine four nine million, three point eight one one million, four point four seven zero million, two point eight eight nine million, and then three point three six zero million. Then the next year, their their eighth year in business, I think they were, well, he alludes that they were in the black. And then after that, the rest were staggering losses. Uh, Staggering? You can't have a business that just constantly reports losses. You get shut down. If you can't pay your bills. tax evasion. Exactly. And he says that basically what they did was they ran their lifestyle expenses through her business and made made large large deductions. Basically like glam, jewellery, you know, all that sort of stuff to um, claim a deduction. And he literally says the words on Up and Adam that in his legal opinion, this is tax fraud. He thinks that he has... Uh, enough evidence to prove that she did know, one being she hired a tax audit attorney. Uh, He even brings up that in her book she said that the company was 100% hers and she signed all of the tax returns. So that's not Mm. great for her. Um, He says that her lawyers thought that EJ Global would basically declare bankruptcy, I suppose, and that he says that he can prove that Pretty Mess Inc. was formed uh, he called Pretty Mess Inc. a successor company. So basically, if you've got one company that's got no money, no assets, basically got just liabilities and he's going to go bankrupt, you close that company down and you open up another company and it's basically the same company with just a different name, that's called a successor company. And in which case, if he can prove that, she will have to pay back money that the Pretty Mess Inc. has made. Because what happens is when the bankruptcy court files against you, 
anything after that filing, any monies you make, they can't go after. It's all of the stuff before. But because if he's saying he can prove that Pretty Mess Inc. is a successor company, then any money that Pretty Mess Inc. has made, he can go after that too, i.e., what her lawyers are keep saying that she isn't personally liable isn't necessarily true, particularly if he can prove that she was intricately involved in the tax evasion stuff. I hope she was. <laughs> yeah, so she's definitely on the hook for tax liability. Well, and she, this episode, she just is just playing the victim so hard. I know. It's infuriating. I know. I, I know. think she doesn't. I think she thinks she's going to get away with it. Yeah. And all. Because the way she's talking to like Sutton and being like, you know, I'm going to remember I know. who was against me and who's I'm with like, me. And it's like, well, go if you're going to jail. If you are charged criminally for tax evasion, you could go to jail. And he also said the last thing I wanted to point out that Ron Richard said on Up and Adam, he said that the money that went to Erica from Girardi Keys, 100% came from client settlement money. You know how we'd spoken previously how Girardi Keys had borrowed money from lending companies in order to fund cases prior to settlement? None of the money that went to Erica came from there. It literally, he says, 100% came from client settlement funds. How mm-hmm. crazy is that? Yeah. Or rather, how sick is that? At the end of the day, Sutton's right. Um, oh, ignorance isn't a, an excuse. <laughs> isn't ignorance isn't an excuse in this? I mean, no. that or what? Or what? Or what? Or what? Oh, chills. She's awful. Do you want to get into the episode? Yeah, let's get into the episode. Okay. So it's it's the dinner party from hell, part two. <sighs> chills. I know, Chill. right? When <laughs> you clarified, sorry, I was just saying when you clarified for me, you reminded me that of the first uh, dinner party from hell. Oh, so good. I know. And the, I, I felt like this episode, I was like, come on, let's get to the dinner party. Let's get to the dinner party. But then I had to remind myself to just enjoy it, yes. take it slow. It's going to be a two-parter. Like we all know it's going to end in a TBC. And yes. we're going to pick up next episode. So just enjoy it, Nathan. We still but, yeah, got we start- enough, I thought. I think we still got enough that I thought it was the best episode. Oh, my God. That We'll get to it, but that okay. tear on her chin, like as soon as I saw that, I was like, yep, put this in the Louvre. This is a top tier episode. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, we start the episode at the Wraith. <sighs> I had no time for this scene. No. She's just trying on wedding dresses that she allegedly designed and PK thinks he's a fucking marketing genius because he's coming up with these shitty little names for the dresses. They weren't good What did names? you think of that? They were not good names. The woman? How the is woman. The woman. As a woman who, sh- who shops for clothing, I understand that when someone has a collection, they name their collection. I get it. Mm-hmm. I love it. But the names he was coming up with that he thought were genius were not genius. They were just regular adjectives. The Look, woman. That was so the pearl. Thought. They were stupid. Yeah. Oh, she's got pearls on it. The pearl. That ain't oh, hot, it's man. Italian. Sophia Loren, and they think they're both genius. No, they th- both had the same dumb idea. I honestly think that Dorit was employing a strategy that many women employ when it comes to their partners. They just say, yes, sweetie, and then they go off and do whatever the fuck they want, and they didn't have to have a fight for it. She's not going to name those dresses the pearl and the woman. And if she is, she is a Muldonia. She's an idiot. So shit. What did you think of the dresses themselves? 
They were all right. They were what, they what were better than one, I thought. That there was that one. The moment was like a dress with one pant leg, and the other half was a dress. I was like, was That's it a pant leg? It to my eyes, it was a pant leg. Oh, I didn't think it was a pant leg. I just thought it was like a split that showed uh, one it leg. Very off. well, may have been, but I hated it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to wear them, but you know, I don't want to <laughs> get married. So, I mean, they were fine. I've seen uglier wedding dresses. I mean, well, do we true. really expect the bar to be that high? It's fucking Dorit. We all saw the book no. of Beppo. I mean, if she had a dress <laughs> with... How do you go from a book of Beppo to wedding dresses? If she had a dress with lemons all over it, I might be a bit more impressed. And you know what? I would give my right nut to go to a book of Beppo right now. <sighs> Just giving away all my nuts this episode. You really are. Do you yeah. have any to spare? Yeah. No, I'm all out. <laughs> You're all out at this point. Does Chino have any you could borrow? No, he's a gone. He's gone. Oh, my doggies are getting to sex next week. Can't fucking wait. Can't wait. So Dorit is also trying to run with the narrative in this scene that PK talks more than she does. And I don't think anyone's buying that. That was planned. They planned it. They planned it. They planned it. Uh, I have nothing else to say about Dorit, do you? No, other than the fact that PK is constantly trying to market Dorit. Constantly. So I wouldn't be surprised if he said, I will do this for you because he sees her as maybe one day being a cash cow. Yeah. Well, she's halfway there. (laughs) Sorry, I just whacked the mic. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Yeah, we can move on. (laughs) Then we go to Sutton's Bel Air place and she's showing Kyle around. My question to you straight off the bat, what did you think of Sutton's little denim shorts with the little pink patch on a butthole? Um, questionable. <laughs> yeah, I, I had questions. I, I, she is quirky and that definitely comes out in her fashion choices. I don't necessarily love how Sutton dresses, but no. I love it for Sutton. Does that make sense? Understood. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's more in. It's more interesting to watch what she's wearing than what Kyle's wearing. Like, I don't even remember what Kyle wore in that oh, scene. Oh, Kyle had that horrible hair clip with her name on it, and that's all that my eyes could see. Yeah, um, the hair clips are so two seasons ago. Seriously, we saw Erica with the hair clips, and then Dorit at that reunion, her whole head was a hair clip. Moving oh, on. Yeah. Now, 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 <laughs> kids on. wear hair clips. We can move on. <laughs> oh my God! What about when? Sutton was saying she had been treating Erica with kid gloves, but when she saw that daggone doo-doo nail pointing oh at her. Oh, my God, that was so <laughs> funny. Sutton. The daggone doo-doo nail. I wrote it down as well. Yeah, daggone doo-doo. I rewound it a couple of times to to listen out as to whether it was something that I could understand. But, no, it wasn't. It was a Suttonism, and I'm here for it. It was funny. It was so funny. Well, she was just saying she realised Erica's not as fragile as she's pretending to be. Yeah, and she's pissed that she called her small town because she understood that Erica meant it as an insult. It's like, you're from a fucking small town too, Erica. Oh, no, hang on. She's from Atlanta. That's not so small town. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I was sort of in the moment I was sort of not – I mean, I was concentrating obviously, but I didn't realise – that we would be coming back to this scene so much when we're actually at the dinner party because Kyle seems to be hearing the conversation different to how I heard it. Yeah, me too. And to be honest, when Erica's around, Kyle acts like she doesn't participate at all in these conversations Mm -hmm. and she fucking does. She was shitting me because she was so quiet at that dinner table for a long time and then all of a sudden she's like, well, Sutton, you said this, Sutton, you said that. And it's like 
she, she kept being like, you know, Sutton, speak. And Sutton's like, I'm fucking trying to. And it's not But just... you're just bringing up all this shit I said the other day. Yeah, I mean, and even Carl said one of us will be wrong in eating crow. So she is open to the fact that she could possibly be wrong in her allegiance with Erica. But, mm. look, I do understand a little bit what they're saying about Sutton not being um, as full-on in her delivery of what she's saying, but I do think they're missing the fact that she is actually saying it to Erica. We saw how Erica responded to Sutton at the dinner party. Erica knew full well Mm -hmm. what Sutton thought of her. Sutton didn't need to fucking say it again. They didn't need to egg her on to say it. Erica is well aware of Sutton's position. So I don't understand why they're insisting that she keeps going on and on about it. And I think that they're mistaking Sutton's gentle approach to Erica as her not being forthcoming with what she said to them about Erica. Mm, so that's a good she, way to put it. Do you know what I mean? Like she's not mm-hmm. – she's like, yes, I feel this way and, yeah, I'll get to it. Let me get to it. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah. I agree with you completely. They want her to speak and they're not letting her speak. Because as far as they're concerned, she has to use the exact wording. No, she fucking doesn't, people. Fuck off. Fuck off. (laughs) So um, basically with this scene, she's just setting up that she has questions about Tom's car crash injuries and that she thinks it's actually forming Tom's defence, what she's been saying, which is sort of what we're all thinking as well. Well, because none Um, of us can figure out why Erica's on that bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. And it's all just coming out so randomly. Yeah, um, but, yeah, it is. But when when she says Erica made a deal with the devil and the devil always comes knocking, oh. I was like, snap, 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 Sutton. Let's give snaps. <laughs> I can't click properly. <laughs> I love it. I mean, because I'm so engaged in all the Erica stuff, every now and then I take a step back and realise just how housewives-worthy Sutton is. She gives oh, the one-liners. She's happy to spar. She does her little Jessica Fletcher research. I mean, she really <laughs> is one of us. And just yeah, the, the flip, the tonal shift from the start of the season with <sighs> the with the suver and the ugly pants totally. and stuff like yeah. a good housewife you can love and hate at different points in time. So I think she's a great addition. And she's just kooky enough. I mean, face rolling. I now back then I thought the face rolling was weird. Now I think it's epic. Same. (laughs) (laughs) So then we go to Crystal's place. She's preparing a dinner Mm -hmm. and she didn't invite all the ladies. It's just a random little collection. What is it? Erica, Queen Kathy and Garcelle. Yeah. I mean, Kathy, I think, lives like next door or down the road. Oh, that's right. So that's a no-brainer. I do think it was an odd grouping. So I'm wondering if the other ladies just couldn't go, but then they didn't say. I don't know. I thought it was odd. Production obviously put the te- that team together. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think they're like, we need a, like, a pre-dinner party dinner party where we yeah. can get Erica and Sutton separated. Yeah, maybe. And and not have Dorit in the mix because she's just going to talk over everybody. Yeah, well. Well. Well, what did well. you... Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, again, with this scene, I feel like Erica was just really trying to, as I said before, play the victim. She's saying she's a dog that's being kicked while she's down. Oh, yeah, with it that really fucking well with diamond me. kitty cat brooch. Did you see uh, the close-up production yeah. did on that? Shady boots. Yeah. Well, it's just I'm not – what you're saying isn't matching up with the lifestyle you actually do have. Like mm. later when she's like, look at my fucking life. And I was like, yeah, you're at Kathy Hilton's 
mansion having dinner. Yeah. It's a great life. Yeah, exactly. That you fucked up with your criminal activities. There, and I'll say that. You're living in a house that the rent is almost $10,000 a month. Yeah, your life sucks. And you go to the same ca- country club as Kathy Hilton. Well, oh, like, no, okay. of Sutton. I think she said we're members of the same country club. I think she oh, was referring right. to Sutton. I'm like, sweetheart, you ain't a member of a country club no more. Well, I suppose until the um, the fee needs to be renewed, she is a member. She might be a member of that, what is it, Club Med? Is the, What's the, what's the <laughs> what? Club Fed? What's the name of the prison? I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't know. But Anyway. Yeah, Soz. <laughs> really? Club no, Fed? No, I, I thought Club Fed is a... Like federal prison. prison oh my god, I love that. Yeah, I, I'm stupid. I just don't know these things, but that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know really either. That's funny. But um, yeah. So they're having this whole chat, and she's really, she's really pissed off about the whole Sutton's reputation comment, oh, yeah. and she's sort of given that a whole life of its own. And then, and then they're all sort of saying, "Oh, we've never heard of Sutton before," which I thought was a bit gross. I thought the whole thing was like high school bitchy. By the way, bitchy high school mean girl. Yeah, and you can tell Garcelle was like, what the fuck are these guys on? But she was like, I'm, it's not worth me saying it right now. Well, no, she's not going to have a fight at the table and storm out. She almost did that the other day. Yeah. You- I did love when Garcelle said, I didn't know Crystal, I knew Rob Minkoff. I know, like, oh, that was so funny. That was a good burn. She does these a lot in confessional. It's like, yeah, I suppose you can't really be saying that at the table. I didn't know who the fuck you were, but I have heard of your husband. Well, she did a movie with her husband. That was and hilarious. I guess Crystal's not on set, you know? Of course she's not. She's at home throwing parties for her friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did you have any thoughts about this little scene? It was sort of an amuse-bouche before the big meal, wasn't it? It really was. Kathy was there. I loved it. I love the fact that Kathy, um, she couldn't use a chopstick, so she goes to use her hands. I'm like, she's so of the people and yet not of the people. It's really weird. Like, I, with Kathy, I get just enough crazy rich lady and regular person. I get both of those from her in every uh-huh. scene. Like, I'm late because I was at home polishing my own silver and cleaning my own crystal because I like to do that myself. And yeah. then two seconds later, she's like, I ain't using these chopsticks. They're too big. Can I use my hands? Like, I just, <laughs> I love that I get that two for one human being yeah. in her. And I think we she get, like at the beginning of the season, I'm like, we're not getting enough Kathy. But I'm like, okay, I'm getting enough Kathy. Oh, yeah, because she could easily become a villain if we got too much of her. I mean, you can't really be a full-fledged housewife with a diamond in this case unless your whole family's on board and her family ain't got time for that. I mean, there's only so much Patrick that I need to see. Oh, my God. What did you think of Patrick the butler? Loved. I loved him. He was a hoot. He (laughs) was so good. I'm just – I kept getting, like, like, aspiring actor vibes from Patrick because every time the camera was pointed at him, he was on. He was hamming it up. He really was. So he was hilarious. I loved him. I thought he was great. I loved everything about that scene, uh, that those scenes at Kathy's house, including well, Kathy's well, house and her staff. Basically, bef- before getting there, we just had a little anniversary dinner with Carl and Maurizio. I don't, yeah. I don't really care about that. No, I mean it was cute. It um, was cute. I appreciated the production value, like with all the candles. Honestly, it was, uh, but it was unnecessary. I I love Mo. You know I love Mo. At the end of the day, he lit a bunch of candles and ordered some takeout. I mean, is that really yeah. a scene? I don't know. I know. That's I know. We, we can move on from that scene. Great. So now we're at the dinner party. Uh-huh. Oh, 
So, I mean, they all sort of are getting ready and Kyle calls Kathy and she's just having a million conversations with other people, which I know. is hilarious. She didn't care. She would rather, like, look at blueberries than talk to her sister because yeah. apparently she's like, oh, my God, look at the blueberries. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I love funny. you, Kathy. I love you. And she's saying that she doesn't want people to be early because she needs that five to ten minutes just to fold the toilet paper, adjust the lighting, fluff about. I kind of get that. I mean, she's busy fluffing, man. Great idea. I mean, I think- I'm not folding the toilet paper for guests, but I am making sure that, you know, there's toilet paper in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do a quick once around. You, you do. Um, you do. I, I think apparently Rena might have been too early because she was just not getting greeted she at that was, door. She was early. And then did you notice when Patrick did find her, she bowed to him? Oh, what was that? I'm like, he ain't the Pope, Rena. You don't need to bow at no Pope Patrick. Like, <laughs> like, it's like they've gone into this person's house who is vastly wealthy as opposed to them just being regular rich and they're just yeah. starstruck. I know. And it's like we don't know how to act now because we're in someone's house who has a couple more zeros in their bank account. It's like, calm your farm, mate. But even if you're at Buckingham Palace, you're not bowing at the butler. No, you are not. And no <laughs> one didn't know said, what to do. And then there was another butler, Carlos, the one who was bringing the wine. They weren't all giddy about him. No, well, Patrick has charisma. He definitely has charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent, doesn't he? He's got he's got all of the letters. Yeah, don't don't tell me who wins. I haven't watched it yet. I, that's my Saturday morning viewing. Back to Patrick. Back to Patrick. He he's got the two appetizers. He's mm. trying to hand over to Kathy, and she's like, "I can't take two at a time. I'm not an octopus." Oh my god! <laughs> I love her. Oh my god! Like, do you think she was like shading him, but yes. also just? being so fun about it, like that it's Correct. okay that she's being mean to her staff member. Well, I don't know. If that did... was Ramona, I'd be like, what a horrid cunt. But, but <laughs> with she did Kathy, say I'm, I'm like, not okay. an octopus. She just said, you forgot me, you'll have to come back around. And he says, take two. I'm like, I don't know if the fact that Patrick didn't know who Kyle was, I'm wondering if Patrick <laughs> is not someone who is permanently on staff but a part of a catering team. And and he's living it up. Yeah, like how maybe if you don't know who the host's sister is, then either they're not as close as Kyle lets on, which I doubt. I don't think I don't think she has butlers twenty four seven. I think that her housekeeper that served them the lunch or the dinner on the TV tray is permanent staff. Okay. I don't but Patrick's think Patrick's sister from Central Casting. I think Patrick might be from Central Casting, yes. <laughs> well, he was great. <laughs> he was fantastic. And I just so everyone arrives, yeah, they're all getting appetizers. Mm. I was loving it because it was just so fancy. It was giving me like a murder mystery setting, like I was getting clue vibes. Just, you know, <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, that's so good. The butler did it. Like yeah, like if one of them dropped dead and they all had to investigate, I'd feel right at home. Oh, my God, I never thought of it that way. I know, it was great. It was and great. And Dorit was like, oh, I'm in my element. And I was like, okay, babe. Uh, I'm just like, so. I'm in my notes when she said that, after I I wrote I roll, I wrote, look out, PK, you might not be rich enough for Dorit anymore. Oh yeah. my God. And drunk Rina was coming out. Oh, with 
That fucking bell, though. Everyone agreed that was a mistake. Patrick should not have. Okay, so I thought Patrick had given her the bell and that that was like the dinner bell. But then in the after show, Kathy says that she has, has a collection of bells. Some of them are crystal and porcelain and, and all that sort of stuff. And oh. and um, the when they were sitting having hors d'oeuvres and drinking, apparently that was went on for a lot longer than they showed on the episode. And most of them were like two, three drinks in and they were pretty sourced. And so as a little, like, joke, Kathy said to Rina, oh, you can take that and it can be your Belvedere bell and every time you want another drink you can ring it. So she was, I mean, come on, do you honestly think that that woman at the 50 years old actually eats before a dinner party? I don't. No. So I think she was like two, three drinks, hadn't eaten all day, and she was smashed, obviously. What did what did you think of the food? I mean, we didn't see all of it yet. But no. The first course was the caviar pie, and then the second course was the rack of lamb with the roast veg. I was impressed by the caviar pie because they were some big, big chunks. That pie. I mean, how much was that pie worth? Like three grand. I think I think it would have been up there, and paired with like the homemade vodka or whatever it was, like yeah. fancy vodka. The fa- That's- that was impressive. No one me. needs. You don't need to eat. I think everything would be a letdown after that. I've had caviar. It's fine. I yeah, just I don't even think I'm that interested in it. People just personally, it's like that in the foie gras because it's expensive. People feel fancy pants. I'm sure there mm-hmm. are there are people who genuinely love it, but yeah. I think for everyone else, it's like, oh, I'm about to shit 500 bucks worth of food. Like, come on, I just yeah, yeah, I and I know. think they they anticipate because oh because it's expensive it's got to be good so it's sort of like you convince yourself that it's good correct it's like you see people on the on below deck doing that all the time don't you correct they, they exactly. think they're being that fancy and they're like more caviar yeah and like, did you even like it though i know right it's yeah. yeah that's how i feel about cider you know when cider oh, first came cider. out and everyone was because it was really popular and everyone's like cider this side of that and i'm like cider's actually gross it's just, yeah, if I'm going to have that much sugar, I'd rather eat chocolate it's, or something. It's like that fucking kombucha everyone's, like, going on about. I'm uh, like, it's fucking, fam- it's not that fucking good, man. Calm down. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So, basically, we're all at the dinner table uh-huh. and pretty quickly Sutton tries to bring it up to Erica. Well, because they're like, next to each other. I know. That was a bit shady. Well, they were seated next to each other at the other event. Was it the lip the lip one? I don't know. I don't remember that they a, were seated next to each other. I don't know if it was the lip one. There was a flashback to another dinner table and they were seated next to each other and I was like, oh, they've got to stop putting them together. I know. But it, it makes it easy for the cameras. <laughs> but, yeah, it does. But I was just like, Erica, you have some fucking goal to just shut her down so aggressively. I know. And then, and then do the walk-off pretending like you need to pee. It's like yeah. you, you didn't need to pee. We know that. She needed a minute. I don't mind that she walked off and needed to pee. I don't mind that. I just think, does she honestly expect that they're going to not be told to talk about it? They have to. It's their job. Yeah, and just because you say, like, I don't have the capacity for this conversation doesn't mean the conversation is not going to happen. If, honey... If you don't have the capacity to talk about it, no problem. Get off the TV. You're getting paid five hundred grand a season. I know. You can have a conversation. I know. Honestly. Yeah. For five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, would I have a conversation? Fucking oath, I'd have the conversation. If I didn't think it was going to put me in jail, I'd be on the show and I'd have the conversation. What I don't think is going to help her at all is the fact that she said there's not enough Lexapro in the world. I'm like, um, oh, I know. you're not going like if she wants to. 
be her own witness. They're going to talk about her credibility as a witness. Mm-hmm. And they're going to bring up medication. Now, just like in Big Little Lies season two, where Meryl Streep was trying saying. to make out like Nicole Kidman was a skank. This is what I'm saying, 100%. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. do I think that anti anxiety medication hinders your ability to be clear on the stand? I don't, but I ain't a doctor either. So, well, you can't be a chief stew on it, so that's something. <laughs> yeah, you can't be a chief stew and pop a Valium. I think what they're saying is that they have to hold the medication and they have to dole it out so that they can 100% be assured that you are taking your medication correctly and therefore it doesn't negatively impact the guests. Is that sort of what yeah, Sandy I th- I was think, saying? Uh, well, can, can I just sidebar on this fucking Captain Sandy for a quick minute? Yes. She has been shitting me so much this season you of Blow Deck Captain Med. Sandy. I love how much I hate you hate her. her. Continue. This, this last episode, you know how they got the new the new stewardess slash uh-huh. deckhand girl yeah. who wasn't actually a stewardess anyway. She was the fine, rooming though. situation. Yeah. She was fine. Yeah. Apparently, she, apparently, you can't have mixed gender rooms, which and is so, crazy. Which is crazy because, like you know, lesbians exist, gay people exist. I know. Uh, I anyway, just, I thought it was so old fashioned that you can't have unisex rooms. I know, and. They had a planned solution, but then apparently that wouldn't work. And so Sandy said, well, you know what, Chief Stew Lady, it's all up to you. It's your decision. You're the one that's in charge of rooming. And I was like, well, last season you were happy to make decisions about where people should be rooming. I know. But now all of a sudden, oh, no, it's not up to you. It's up to this Chief Stew. It's your problem. You fix it. And I was like, can you fucking do something, Sandy? I know. What does she do all day? She just hide out, Honestly, hides out I in the boat? Know. I mean, there's the, the fucking boat runs itself. No, it doesn't. And I like, don't know. <laughs> have you noticed that everyone invites Captain Lee to dinner? All the guests invite Captain Lee, but no yep. one ever wants to have dinner with Sandy. Would you? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Push her off the boat. <laughs> anyway, love, we got to get back to Beverly. I love <laughs> it's going to be a long you hate on Captain Sandy. It's so funny because oh, I get really heated very often, and you don't get heated that often. And when you do, oh, it makes me laugh. I love it. I love it. <sighs> I hate it. Oh. So. Back at dinner. Back at the dinner, see. Dorit wants to have a moment and she uh, she tries to call out Gustav and Kathy's like, we're not doing this, Dorit. I know. This is a nice meal. Shut the fuck up. And then she motions with her fingers across her mouth that we're going to keep our lips closed and our mouths in like a smile position. Loved. So fun. Loved. So fun. I mean, oh. it, it, it didn't work because the the Erica of it all I know. sprung up again like I know. seconds later. I know. So where do we start with talking about this? Oh, I um, love, wait, just quickly, when Patrick goes into the kitchen and he says, they're fighting cats and dogs. Oh, so funny. <laughs> Not they're fighting like cats and dogs, they're fighting cats and dogs. Love, Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. So Sorry. Sutton gets the speaking bell and she tries to engage with Erica again mm-hmm. and she says, you know, the anti-small town comment was offensive to small towns. (laughs) (laughs) A really odd, odd, like, take Mm, on the whole thing. Like, that's your your pinpoint? Yeah. Anyway, and and Dorit's chiming in. She's saying, I love you, I support you, Mm. but, you know, our names do get dragged into every article that you're in. And you know it. Yeah, And I was exactly. like, okay, finally you're speaking up. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. And look, we all have to remember, you know, in defence of all of these ladies, this was filmed a year ago. Yeah. This was at the beginning. They are entitled, as Garcelle tries to say to Erica um, in a minute, do you not get that it's a natural human reaction 
that our first thought might be, oh, shit, does this affect us? How does it affect us? Mm-hmm. Like it, totally. It, Garcelle was really sweet. She's like, no shade to you. We're just saying this is where we were starting from and we mentioned it and we want to let you know that we mentioned it. I think that's and perfectly she's valid. saying it's human nature and Erica's just death-staring Garcelle. Oh, It totally. was scary. It was scary. And I love how in confessional Garcelle says, I feel bad for Erica, but what about the victims who had nothing and now have less? I'm like, preach. Exactly. And exactly. it's almost like no one's allowed to – they're all on eggshells around her, and it's that's not fair. Like, well, yeah, and Dorit even mentions the V word, yes, victim. Yes, and, and Eric is like, why are you torturing me about it, all of you? And yeah. it's like, well, it's, it's not about you. And, yeah, she said, exactly, and she says, how do you think that makes me f- – how do you think I feel? And doesn't Dorit say, I think you feel as bad as we do? And Erica's like, no, I feel worse. It's like, I, I, I thought at that point, okay, we're going to get something? And then she just goes back to me, myself, and I. Because she feels worse for herself. She doesn't feel worse for the victims. She doesn't care. I'm trying to see some semblance of humanity from Erica. And so you I'm like, squint real hard. Fucking oath. And I'm like, I get that you are drowning. And part of that is self pity because, you know, for the same reasons that the ladies were like, fuck, does this affect us? It's a normal human reaction, right? I get mm-hmm. it. Survival mode, no problem. But is she not allowed? on the advice of counsel, not allowed to mention the victims who are currently owed 50-plus million dollars. Yeah, I would see that as being realistic. Like, come on. I don't understand, and I have listened to podcasts and watched YouTube (laughs) breakdowns of actual lawyers saying that in their legal opinion there's nothing wrong with her giving a curated response in regards to having sympathy for the victims. I mean, surely she could say, I have empathy for the victims so far as I am a victim of Tom Girardi also. Is he turning – like, has his lawyers turned around and said, this is what you're going to say and there is some money in the Cayman Islands that you'll get access to later? This is what I'm starting to think. this is why we think it's a sham divorce. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a save yourself, like the ship's sinking, save yourself. That's what I think's happened. I'm starting to believe it. Well, I just think she is just on another fucking level. When she had that dribble of tear just on her chin. Yeah. And and Garcelle was like, oh, God, wipe it. And she like recoils from her. Like, okay, yeah. No one likes getting their faces touched. Yeah, I get it. I, I, but the way she did it, yeah. and it was like really aggro. And Garcelle, you could tell, was in the front of her mind. She's saying to herself, I want to be as kind and authentic as possible. And when mm-hmm. she was trying to hug her and Erica's like, you can let go now. You can let go now. Yeah. I mean, again, I understand when you've got your back up, the last thing you want to do is to have someone physically touch you and you have every right to be uncomfortable and say, don't touch me anymore. I don't care what that person's saying or doing. You can say let go of me that was fine but it's almost like she's like as you said when she says why are you torturing me it's almost like she's like if I get upset about this a little bit I'm going to fall apart then just say that stop accusing them of torturing you just say guys I am actually barely holding on and if we can take a break and talk about something else for a second because if I start falling apart I'm gonna fucking lose it yeah, I can I can see that, especially because like 
she's just being so confrontational. I know. With when she's like, "Oh, I'll remember those who were with me and those who were who were against me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust oh. me." She said it like three fucking times, I know. and I was like, "You're threatening them." And they're all saying, "We're not against you." I think Erica is super pissed at production but she knows what she signed up for. Like she could not afford to break a contract right now. And so she's just thinking like she's expecting them to not talk about it. Mm, It's not going to happen. It's like this is their job too. Yeah. Yeah, and and we're getting the best season in years out of it. So like, and she knows that she's got to know that. Yeah, it's like you knew this was going to be hard, Erica. Why are you expecting them to make it easy for you? Exactly. When she's like, "Look at me, Dorate. Look at me. Look at my fucking life." I was like, "Yeah, I just watched you eat caviar pie at Kathy's mansion." I know, and that's when Dorate's like, "I can't bear this. It breaks my fucking heart." And then Erica's like, "Then why are you still talking?" Yes. Seriously. I, I don't know what Erica expected. It's a misplaced anger. Yeah. And that's the other yeah. thing. There's nothing negative about Tom. I suppose we're all going to wait until after the next, you know, hearing or whatever. There's got to come a time when she starts revealing stuff. But I don't know if people are going to buy it. Well, I don't, I don't think we will. Yeah. We were at Lake Como just like the other month and she was singing his praises. I like, know. Uh, it's it's hard for us uh, to reconcile If she that. turns around uh, and says, I'm sa- I sa- I didn't say anything because I'm saving it for the book, I'm going to be like, well, you can fuck off because the orphans and widows don't give a fuck about your book. No, no. I mean, And I'll she's... illegally download it instead of giving you a cent. <laughs> exactly. I don't know now, after hearing Ron Richards, I'm like, is she going to actually be able to avoid criminal charges? She'd have to cut a deal or something, right? Fucking oath. I mean, I don't know. he says the word tax fraud. People go to jail for tax fraud and it's like 20 plus million dollars. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like if, if she's on this show committing tax fraud and I don't know, using her platform mm. to commit tax fraud, then yeah, the other girls are implicated and... Yeah. You know, their reputation is involved. One of the expenses on the on the credit card charges was, I can't think of the, what the word, DNA. Like Lisa Rinna's daughters had that DNA fashion line. It was like $156,000. Oh, yeah. I'm like, did she really spend $156,000 on trackies? I don't fucking <laughs> think so, mate. Oh, my God. Like, so at, at the dinner, so Rinna does try and say something to, like, calm Erica down. And Erica's serious? just like, fuck off, Rinna, which she is something says, we've all wanted to hear I know. for a while. L- love thy neighbour. Come on. I know. Shut up, Rinna. I know, right? Go back to ringing the bell, bitch. <laughs> and, and Well, that's because they took it off her. I know. For the speaking oh, bell. Oh, that's right. Patrick <laughs> took it off her and said, that's my job, and snatched it back. <laughs> love it. Oh, love, love Patrick. it. Um, and Kyle finally speaks. Yes. And this is when she was sort of having a go at Sutton. Yeah. And, and, she and then everyone Sorry, did I just jump the gun? When she tells, she tells Sutton that she's looking two-faced, I'm like... You and who yes. else? Exactly. Yeah, Soz. That really bothered me. Kyle of no, all yeah, people to say that. No, yeah, hypocritical. We do get the flashies after that from production showing Sutton asking these hard questions to Erica. So I kind of like that. It's like how is she being two-faced when she's the only one and a uh-huh. little bit direct two seconds ago putting a hand up and saying, I have questions and without answers, it seems fishy. 
And that's the thing. Yep. It's like we have questions. If you don't want to answer our questions, then we are going to get our information elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. Yeah, because Erica says to us, do you know something about my life that I don't? Yeah, we all and fucking do. Like, we read the papers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Kyle didn't read it. Yeah. Fucking Kyle. Bullshit. I can't believe last week I was like, you know what? I sort of don't hate Kyle and now I'm back to hating Kyle. Yeah, I'm back to hating Kyle now. Yeah. Uh, Like Kyle pushing Sutton is bullshit. Sorry. It it, it is bullshit. It's infuriating to everyone be yelling at Sutton being like, well, say it. And I'm like, can you let her then? I know. It's like a reverse Dorit. Yes, it really is. Like she doesn't want an out-and-out brawl with with this woman. She does have to choose her words carefully. Like, yeah. if you want a response, you can't simply go, I think you're fucking lying. Tell me that you're not. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think Erica is just being so bitchy Ooh, yeah. and, and aggressive in the way she's shutting it down with the, or oh, what, or oh, what, what, or nothing. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Brilliant. A I brilliant mean, scene. Yeah, it was. It was everything, wasn't it? Yeah, and it that's sort great. of where we where – we, um, where we end and we'll pick up next week. I, I loved as well when Sutton said, when you find one cockroach, there's going to be a lot more under the what's the jigget or whatever. The sheetrock. I, loved, the sheet rock. I <laughs> loved it. Oh, and the other shivers. thing I loved mm. was the star of the scene, Muffy on oh, Rinna's lap, just loved. having a great night. Great, yeah, great night, probably getting fed food from Rinna's plate. Wonderful. I really wouldn't mind a dinner where I, all the cameras showed me how much everyone actually ate. That would be interesting. Because it's so far the only people that have actually eaten is Kyle and Garcelle when they were chowing down If I were, if I were Erica, dumplings. I'd be shoveling the caviar into my handbag so I could sell it later that night. <laughs> so you could have it later with some Doritos. So do you have any other thoughts about that brilliant episode? I agree with Garcelle that Sutton's becoming a scapegoat. Yes. Because they yes. all had questions. Yes, Sutton called the meeting, but... I don't know if I'd call it a Sutton meeting. I agree with you. It was at Dorit's house. <laughs> it was at Dorit's house and every single one of them had questions. So they can all fuck off. I really hope that there is an episode in between the final, the season finale and the reunion. And I want to see deleted scenes from all of these convos. That's what I, I would watch see. the whole thing. Whereas uh, with next week's Roni secrets revealed, I don't even think I want to watch it. Do we it. want more scenes from Roni? I mean, the scenes no. that they didn't deem worthy to put in the episode. Considering what they left in the episode, yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't know if I want I mean, of course I'm going to fucking watch it. I'll watch I it. I'll yeah, watch I might it. have it on. I'll watch it. I'll let you know. Yeah, that would be great, actually. Yeah. I'll watch it. Um, well, do you want to do you want to go into the Roni finale now? Yes, let's do it because the okay, doppelgangers well, all here. That's what it's called. I, yes, the gallant. What, what's it called? The um, the, the doppelgangers all here. here. I'm pretty sure this was not supposed to be the season finale because no. there were scenes in the like mid season trailer, etc. That we didn't get. Oh, really? Yeah. So, FYI, I read, I think I read that, I can't remember what online mag I read that, but someone had written that down, that there were scenes we missed and I meant to go back and watch them and pick them out, but I didn't. So, this this wasn't supposed to be, like, there were supposed to be more episodes and I thought it was weird to end on episode 17. Don't you? Even I was like, episode 17, that's weird. Don't you normally get... 20? 
Well, I'm surprised it's episode 17. When I look back at it, it feels like there's been like six episodes worth of content. So, yeah, we're, we're finishing up the Galentine's event. They're talking about Harry fucking Dubin of all people. <sighs> My thing is, because Harry's supposedly just called Ramona, I mm. think that's too much of a coincidence. Like, do you think he, she had texted him being like, oh, we're playing a pin the, pin the no, tail he, on I Harry. I thought he called Luanne. No, he called Ramona while Luanne had Ramona's phone. Oh. And that's why Luanne was like, he's calling you, he's calling you. Oh, that's bullshit. Um, and I think it's bullshit. But then I'm thinking maybe they are fucking because if it's really Valentine's Day, why would he be calling Ramona unless it's for a booty call? Ew, that's tacky. Uh, well, the whole, this whole event was pretty tacky. It I was. Mean, they're all wearing those cult pajamas and Ugh. the feather boa fluff is just sticking to them and looking gross. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was Luanne pretending to be drunk on the phone with him? Because he's like, are you drunk? It's like, she doesn't drink, I thought. Yeah, she. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And I, lo- and I did love how Ebony called Harry community dick. <laughs> in oh, ref- that was funny. That was funny. I and- think in, in a fun season, Ebony could be could be really funny and, and enjoyable to watch. Agreed. But I not mean, this season. I just, oh, I do not like the Harry Dubin. He can go. No. He can it's go. It's not even a Harry Dubin season. Like No, no, it is not a, finale, a Harry du- Dubin season. That's right. A finale is meant to tie up threads. And you're right, I don't think this was meant to be the finale because there's no threads getting tied but up. But also, really. what's to tie up? I don't Did know. any of them really have a storyline that needed to be tied up? I mean, Luann, da- Garth dumped Luann halfway through the season. Yeah. What did Leah do? She was studying to convert Be to Judaism, Jew. but she yeah. wasn't finished. So there's that. There's no storyline to tie up. Yeah, that's right. It's just, this yeah. is why the season has been a dud. No one did anything. Nothing happened. Yeah, and there weren't even, like, big, long, sustained fights like, nope. like a Karen versus Giselle or a Bethany versus Jill. Which or is even normally Bethany what versus- we love about New York, that they move on, but nothing's going on. Nothing's no going one, on. And like, so- no, none of them have, like, a man they're into. Like I said, Garth was, like, he, he dumped her halfway through the season. Whoops. Garth and that guy who eats all the bacon, Bacon Brad. Bacon Brad, I mean... I already forgot about Bacon Brad. I mean, if we're excited to talk about Bacon Brad, then nothing <laughs> happened this season. Yeah, and so at the end of this Galentine's event, they just all get their tits out. But it's still boring somehow. Oh, I think you're just disappointed. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny. I did think that, bored, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> that Leah um, thinks that Luann has WAP energy. I thought that was funny. Yeah. You didn't think that was funny? <sighs> It's a bit of a dated reference. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that you're so over Roni that nothing's going to make you happy. Yeah, I'm just really burnt a, out on it. I thought it was a good app. I thought it was fun. Um, we finally got them having fun. Yeah, that's true. I did like the identity swap night for the, well, the first five minutes of it, and then it got a bit old. Um, really? In, betw- in between Galentine's and the identity swap. I had nothing. They they smashed plates at a restaurant, which is Yeah, they fun. went to a Greek restaurant. I, I thought, it, like I said, they're enjoying themselves. I don't think anything in particular happened. Um, You're being very kind. I'm reading my notes as we're talking, and I'm like, yeah, nothing really happened. We can move on. My notes were, next morning, boring, no notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless. All right. Well, so, after the 
after the dinner at the Greek restaurant where they smashed plates, they go back to the house mm-hmm. and Bashan arrives. Yay! Oh, okay. Well, we needed that extra person. <laughs> we did. We did. We, we were did. suffering without her. I and do love that. It- Sorry, I do love that Sonia still calls her Bashan. Oh, yeah, Bashan. Still calls her Bashan. <laughs> They're saying that it's Lou's idea that, that she's pairing up people for the identity swap, but I was like, okay. You coincidentally appearing up to people who have had conflicts this season. Yes. Like that's, the, the producers did that. Of we course. That. Who do you think did the best in portraying their alter egos? Uh, I think Ramona was funny. I think she did the best. Yeah. and As Leah. I thought that Ebony was funny that she, with that microphone, she wouldn't put it down. I thought that was that really was funny. And I thought yeah. Luann looked hot. Yeah, Luann, Luann looked hot. Um, yeah, Luann I wasn't great at Ebony, but she was okay. It did. She, Luann did, did get a little obnoxious because she all all she kept saying was Ebony K Williams and y'all, but she yeah. looked beautiful. She looked hot in glasses. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I I did like when she came down the stairs and she's like, "I'm Ebony K Williams and court is in session." Oh yeah, I know. I'm holding that court. Was, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was holding good. court. Yeah, that was her um, one line. I mean, she had all those notes, and I'm like, "Bitch, that you just had one note." Well, she was she was being ebony. Yeah. Like, what, more, what more can you do? Are you accusing ebony of being one note? <laughs> yes. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I she could have. Yeah, sorry. Uh, go. At the dinner table, like, done a bit of a history lesson, or like, assigned everyone like a she character. Definitely or had a lot more to work with, but I think she was just trying to keep it kind and keep it moving. It would have been cruel. Yes. 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 Yeah. I thought Leah. She did a half good Ramona. I like yes. that she had the Hannibal Lecter face mask. Yes. Um, she needs to get over the blood plasma thing. Like, that didn't take off. No. I mean, it was funny, but move on. And did you notice she had the butterfly necklace? No. Yeah. So, um, Leah did have a butterfly necklace on. So, I thought that was a nice bow on the butterfly necklace yes. storyline of the season. I couldn't, <laughs> yeah, I I didn't couldn't see it understand first. how her, out, her outfit was very Ramona, though. It wasn't. She just looked hot in that dress, right? So she wanted to yeah. wear it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think Sonia and Bashan, they were sort of the letdown. They were. Because um, Bashan was just saying like, <laughs> oh, Century 21, Century 21. And I was like, okay, there's a lot more to work with with Sonia. I know. She could have fucking come have in a with a toaster. Have a toaster oven. Dra- drag a toaster, a toaster oven behind you. Be always picking up poop. I know. Um, it's true. Oh, have your dog's ashes like blown onto you? I or know. Yeah. And then it's, constantly it's ask so Ramona if she knows the name of her dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking, you know how we want like a housewife series of just the moms yeah. or like, you know, just the all stars? I want just the dogs. I want Muffy from <laughs> Muffy and Sue from Kathy Hilton's house oh, no. interacting with Marley. That was, oh, that's what I want. Good times. <laughs> Play date good with time. all the dogs. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, that'd be beautiful. Adorbs. Um and, and Lisa Vanderpump could be like the one human there. Yes, the, that's I'm true. I'm onto something. Yeah, I think you might I, be. Yeah. I think I am. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Bashan is – yeah, Bashan was shit and Sonia is Bashan – she sort of clumped down the stairs a bit, a, a bit yeah. funnily. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. other than that, she had nothing. That's true. I did love how Ramona was dying because the bartender thought she looked good. I'm like, dude, he's just paid to say that. He's not going to yeah. turn around to you in your home and tell you you look shit. But I just and love that Ramona thinks that every guy thinks she's gorgeous. 
it was funny when Leo was being mean to the barman yes. because that's what Ramona would do. But I was like, oh, is he in on that joke though? Like, it doesn't matter. Really she mean. held on to it when she tells, she says, whatever your name is, there's not enough ice in this drink. I'm like, I love yeah. that. I don't care I think if he got did it. well yeah. with, with keeping in character. But yes. what was frust- frustrating me was when they forgot or they slipped and they were like, wait, no, I'm Ebony. No, you're Ebony. And I was like, oh, it's going on too long. It was funny. Did you like but how Leo, Ebony right. serenaded Sonia and sings happy birthday to her as um, that was a good deep cut. as Luann? Yeah, that, that, yeah was that was good. I thought when they sat down and they had to answer questions that they were all being very kind to each other. I don't, it was a giant circle jerk. It was. I don't know if Leah's portrayal of Ramona really warranted Ramona crying and saying how connected she felt to her. And then she was like, like, wow. I'm like, just how Ramona does it. I'm like, oh, my God, sweetie, calm down. Yeah, Leah, Leah's had some improv training, you can tell. She was like yes-ending. She, she was. was. really committing to the skit. I never thought of it like that. She was. I mean, I thought the best part of all that was when um, Leah, as in Ramona as Leah, tells Ramona. Okay, this is all getting confusing, but when she tells her to get a life and she throws that flower at oh, her, yeah. but then we got the flashy of Leah throwing the ravioli. And I'm like, if the great. best part of the scene is a flashback to last season, that's saying something. Yeah. Because yeah. throwing the fucking yeah. ravioli was great. And then hiding under the table, I thought, oh, was a nice callback. So good. I thought Ramona was, like, literal Ramona was drunk at this point. Well, probably. Yeah. They were, I, I feel like that went on for a long time. Like, they were just standing around in the foyer for a huge chunk of time, and I was like, oh, my Flipping God. Flipping out at each other. Here? I know. I know. It's true. But, you know, there's only five of them, and the food's not ready. Where else are they going to go? Mate, I don't, know. I don't know. Well, so then we get the... What, what did you call them? The end of season outro credits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, credits. I mean, I read through They're them. They're all boring. Luan They're will not even get funny. To shake her booty on stage when her cabaret show resumes in the fall. Until then, she's focusing on her sobering new venture, a non-alcoholic rosé. I'm like, okay, cabaret. <sighs> we're going to get cabaret next season if she's back. And as I just, I much prefer when these things are shady. Yeah. And these were not shady, and well, I hated it. What was to be shady about? So Ramona aced her test and is now officially a real estate salesperson. Yeah. She used her savvy to buy a waterfront condo in Palm Beach close to her friend Harry. Again, that's not like wrapping up a storyline. Harry just got mentioned for the first time. But what was her storyline? What was Ramona's storyline? She was studying for her real estate license. That's yeah, not that's much it. of a storyline. Yeah, it's so bad. Okay, so Ebony, while Ebony is in constant contact with her newly discovered half-sisters, she has yet to meet her dad. Oh, my God, I know. Like, what's the hold-up? I'm just like, this was your storyline. You find out who your dad is and you haven't FaceTimed with him. Yeah, Um, that was a letdown. Yeah. And then she's actively dating with the help of a matchmaker. Mm. If we ain't seeing the dates, the dates didn't happen. End of story. End of story. Sonia's path to happiness started with renting the townhouse for two years and continued with the creation of her own company, Comedy Cabralesque, debuting in New York City this fall. So basically, I would Son- love to go. Yeah, but basically, Sonia's doing the same thing she did with the booze and the cheetah brand with Bethany. She's yeah, doing a cabralesque. Like, are you going to well, be? She came in- up with cabralesque. Are you going to be in the same theater as Luann? Well, yeah. obviously not, because she can't. She wouldn't be able to get that many people in there yet. 
Yeah, because she doesn't she doesn't script. No, she's going to ad lib. <laughs> and like, at least Luann has like proper Broadway performers like to back her up and do their own little solo. Correct. Not just Luann. No, it's Luann hosting the evening with all yeah. these other people. No, and she sings a couple of ditties. It's perfect. And, and I think she's found the right balance, whereas yeah. Sonia's, I'd still love to go and see it, but, yeah, it'd be shit. Of course she found the right balance. She's probably only on stage 30% of the time. It's perfect. perfect. She's perfect. In Giovanni. In Giovanni. And Luann looks physically amazing. I have no problem just staring at her. And then Leah's, her year, Leah's year of learning continues and she will finalise her conversion to Judaism in the fall. This is your storyline and it's not even done? I know. It's... <laughs> And then the next bit is that her daughter goes to um, is going to an all girls high school. Why do we care? I I don't think we'll be seeing her again. I, I uh, I'm wondering if we will either. Leah came on the show because of her business. What has any of that got to do with her business? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And then it was, Leah does it was a toast. Bad. Okay. Oh yeah, about like, listening toast. to other people's views and getting along. And I was like, bitch, you don't even vote, so just shut the fuck up. What do you mean she doesn't vote? Didn't like she have a whole she, big fight and, with Heather because yeah, she didn't she, want to vote? She voted. Her and Martin went to vote. Remember? Yeah, I just don't think she should be on her soapbox talking about anything about political cooperation. Okay, fine. And then we get this coming up on a special episode. They're all in the gym with Martin, and they have to spit gum in a bin. I can't. I'm not watching that. I can't. If I watch someone stop trying to make Martin happen. I know. If I watch someone spit, then I'll start dry reaching. I cannot. I'm gonna have to skip that whole spitting thing. Same with um me watching Ramona chewing the gum as Leah. And, yeah, that was gross. And then I thought like that was just you know part of her character, but I saw someone on like Instagram post a cameo. They got a cameo of Ramona being like happy birthday or whatever. And she yeah. was chewing gum the whole time. And Rude. I was like, maybe that's just you. Gross. Yeah. I know. She's like, I just wanted to say happy birthday. And I was like, that's disgusting. Don't be chewing gum at me, bitch. Ew. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Roni fucking done. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. I mean. Rest in peace. I thought they weren't going to get a reunion. I'm like, are we getting this special episode instead of a reunion? But I read somewhere it could have been um, in page six that they're apparently scrambling to do a reunion in the next couple of weeks. Well, yeah. You'd think they'd have it in the can by now. Well, no. Apparently. Okay. So this is what the article said. I'm pretty sure it was page six. That the rumor is that none of the cast are speaking to each other. And oh. they, yeah, and they couldn't agree, like they, they couldn't get them to cut, to do a reunion yet because they weren't well, speaking. I, and so it the should I, be in their contract. Well, Who the, cares? Yes, if but it. the idea was, sorry, I didn't really explain this well. I think I forgot for a sec. The idea being that they wanted to give them some time to cool off and then, oh. and so now, um, yeah, so now I can't remember who, but a couple of them have agreed to a reunion and they're still trying to, to get everyone on board. I think it's what we were discussing a few episodes ago that the, the rumours that cast members won't be asked back, they're like, why would I do a reunion and have to discuss all these hot topics of politics, etc., mm. if I'm not going to be asked back next season? Like, why do I want to get paid for one more episode? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's going well, to be a three-parter. It'll be one, I reckon. It'll be a Watch What Happens Live special. Oh, God. Would they be in the clubhouse? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> do you remember when they do that with Vanderpump Rules or with um, mm-hmm. the Below Decks before they were doing well? They'd just get them on a Watch What Happens Live? Yeah. Which I think they still do with some of them. 
Well, yeah, you can't be doing big productions all the time. No, exactly. Exactly. Well, would you like to move on to Potomac? Let's do it. Talk to the braids. Talk to the braids. <laughs> okay, so we're picking up um, with this episode, Talk to the Braids, with Wendy, and she's still fuming. Oh, yeah. She's still she, fuming. The buttons were pressed with that one. It took her a long time to come back off that ledge. And I just thought it was so funny how she didn't want to sit on the floor around the table because she doesn't want to break bread with Giselle, so she just sits on the couch next to the table instead. And I know. It's sort of well, the same thing, it's Wendy. Like, I think she wanted to try to eat in another room. I thought they were, like, walking off to, like, a dining area and then they came back in. I'm like, did production turn around and say, oh, you have to go in there? Oh, maybe. That's what I was thinking. It's like, no, nah, you can't eat in another room. If, if the cameras aren't set up to film, they have to stop filming, take time to set up. By then, she could have chilled out and calmed down. So they mm. wanted – they're like, no, you got to go in there. So I don't know. That's, 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 that's in my head how I would be how I would be doing it, pretending I'm the production manager. <laughs> in my head, it in was just like, oh, head, I don't want to sit at the table with her, so she's sitting back in the couch. <laughs> well, they, they, I reckon in my head I'd be like, sorry, ladies, you've got to go in there. There's no other camera set up. We need this footage. And if she's like, I don't want to sit near her, they're like, well, sit on the couch that's opposite her. That's all you got. So funny. Yeah, I know. And then I love when Giselle's like, I need food, a piece of rice or something, and then like ding dong, the food arrives. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And, and did Karen say at one point Giselle likes to butt fuck you without permission? Is is that what she said? Yeah, I think she does that later when they're in the cottage. Yes, when they basically like so they eat, then they all break up. We've eaten, we're done. The cottage yeah. ladies, that's right. They take the rest of their food. They pack <laughs> their food because they're like, we want this food. We just don't want to eat here in the stress. And I love that Karen's like, let's go because we don't want to look like thieves. Come on, children. I loved that. And then she sh- shuts the door and forgets that Tesla's still inside. <laughs> What's her name? Ascala. Ascala. We've got to give her a scar. I thought that was funny. It's like, sorry, we forgot you again. But then oh, when they're in the hilarious. cottage, Karen says, yeah, Giselle, I wrote it down, Giselle likes to butt fuck you without permission. She wants to speak on your life, but how dare you speak on hers? And this is when the way that she said that, I'm like, Karen, you were really like she's making sure to mention things so that other people have the same narrative about Giselle as she does, mm-hmm. which is Giselle's a bitch. Giselle's not our friend. I'm your friend. Like she's really helping her cause and I yeah. think that she's a bit more thoughtful and strategic than I might have once thought. But I'm still loving yeah. it. I'm still loving it. Oh, I'm still loving it. And yeah. I, and she she – is correct. I mean, oh, yeah. not about the butt fucking, but no. Giselle does love to talk about everyone else but herself. Absolutely. A hundred percent. This is what my issue has always been with Giselle, which is why I'm team Karen. I, you know what? I, I love Karen, but I'm sort of team both of them just because I love watching them fight. I'm team Karen in the fight, but I definitely need Giselle on this show. Without the yes. Karen and Giselle of it all, I don't know what we'd have. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Do we have to talk about the music video? Uh, with the eight-count audition. Yeah. I guess we have got to. It was a big chunk. And we did find out that Robin was in a P. Diddy film clip before. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I don't know the song. Apparently, what's it called? Bad Boy for Life. I wrote it down. Yeah. I didn't. I, I wasn't not so, in my wheelhouse. I wasn't so curious that I jumped on the YouTube. No. no. I'd rather watch Drive Back again. <laughs> oh, I don't know Boy, about you that. Boy, you make me drive back. Oh, stop. No. It's a 
It is not a bop. Apparently the song is about her marriage. It's about her and Chris. Yeah. First of all, I don't believe you actually wrote it. Oh God, no! And second, well, like, really, who wants to be who wants to be thinking of Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ew. Anyway, yeah. that that's my thought on that. I mean, who? What did you think about their dance moves? Oh, they're all tragic, but it was fun to watch. It was fun, wasn't it? I loved that yeah, they. Yeah, it was good. Well, the teams I wrote them down. They had the te- two teams were called Twerks a lot, and. Nubian queens. I thought Twerks a lot mm. was funny. Robin, Giselle, and Mia. Yeah, and- you know, I just love the Potomac girls doing anything. Like even last season at the lake house when they were doing the pageant, I was I was entertained. Like yeah, they just are- them doing an activity tickles me. It is entertaining, and I loved Karen just sitting there going, "Giselle can't dance." She was a good sport and got up and flapped her vagina and everything at us. We were all turned off, but we clapped. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> She's so. Funny. She's like was, the only person around? who can get away with saying that she flapped her vagina and everything at us. No one else could yeah. get away with that. I love it. No. <laughs> um, but was it around this point where we find out that Mia's husband brought a PlayStation to hospital while she was in labour? I think that was before the music video stuff when they were in the pool and Giselle was like yeah. in the pool for almost three hours. Yeah, but like, what's this guy the, bringing a PlayStation to the hospital? What the fuck? Okay, sorry. I just had one point to make about Giselle before we talk about that. Giselle, oh, yeah. they, the little count timer thingy said that Giselle was in the pool for two hours and 42 minutes. Did she, does that mean she peed in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Because I went into my hot my, the spa bath today, so that's hot tub for you American folk, and I had to get out of that fucking thing like three times to pee. So did Giselle get out to pee or was she in the pool for two hours and 42 minutes? She wouldn't have peed in there. She would have just held it. I couldn't hold it in a pool of water for two hours and 42 <laughs> minutes. It's a long time. That's a long time without peeing. I don't know. I just, I, I want to know. That's all I'm saying. Someone needs to let me know if Giselle peed in the pool. Maybe we'll we'll write in for the reunion. (laughs) Mariana from Wollongong, Australia, right? Wants to know if Giselle got out to pee or if girl peed in the pool. That's all (laughs) I'm saying. All right, go. What were we talking about? Sorry. Oh, I just I just had that question about Mia's husband with the PlayStation. Yes. So okay. What the hell is that all about? So it wasn't. She said it was with her first child, and we know that her first child is not G's kid. So it's with her first husband. So not. The current guy. Oh, so it's not her current no, guy. No, 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 no. And, and to but, double check, I, the, I used the Google and I am correct. So she said that oh, her first okay. labour was a C-section and it was really bad and her then husband was in the club across the road and then when it turned bad, he came oh. over but he came with a PlayStation and I'm like <laughs> – did he go home and get the PlayStation or did he go out and buy a new PlayStation? And but then, like how, how did he hook it up to a TV with a HDMI cable? Yeah. Like usually they're those elevated TVs that are up in the yeah, on he, the corner on a bracket. He would have had he might have been in the store or he either went home and got the cables <laughs> or he's in a store and going, I need to plug it into a hospital TV and they helped him out with cables. I know. I know. I, I it, she can't be telling that 
story correctly. I can't. I can't imagine that. Well, they're not married anymore, so maybe she is correct. Hilarious. Well, maybe she was like, I had a C-section, so that meant she was in hospital for a couple of days, and he came and he was bored because obviously you're sitting around in hospital all day hanging out with your wife. She's probably napping. Maybe he plugged in a PlayStation and she woke up and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm playing PlayStation. I got bored. That wouldn't bother me. That actually, if that's the case, I wouldn't be bothered. I would expect Oh, it's such a ballsy move though, isn't it? Like if your partner's in hospital, they've had a C-section, they can't walk for a few days or whatever. I don't think there's anything wrong about bringing a PlayStation then. Do you? I don't know. It it just seems so like... The way that, that she told it was bad. To the way that she told it was bad. The way I mean, she told it was jarring. I mean, she said he was in the club, so he didn't <laughs> actually come straight away. Hilarious. And then Robin says that Juan missed Carter's birth. He just wasn't there. Was he playing basketball? Yeah. Or That's the thing. Was he, like, out of town, like, in another state playing basketball? Then maybe. Oh, I don't know. Because, I mean, when you're playing the basketball, you're in contract. If your coach says you cannot leave... You can't leave, or you get fined. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. I need to. I would. I would need to know more before I pass judgment. But back then, when he was playing, and they had a shit ton of money, so what if you get fined? It's your kid. Yeah, and it's sort of like I know you can't really predict exactly when when you're gonna pop, but you do have a due date, so you can like maybe not be out of town for like that week of your due date. Maybe I don't know. She said that they weren't in a good place, and I'm thinking, well, then why the fuck were you pregnant? Well, when are they in a good place? Because later on in this episode, when she answers the phone when one calls and she's like, oh, we have a transparent, what did she say? We don't have a real relationship. Yeah. And he was clearly getting pissed because well, he, he was wasn't filled in on the joke. She, no, and he was pissed because she was saying it. He, he's like, what the fuck? I don't know. She should have given him the heads up. Like, I know. I know. We're fighting about this. I'm not actually pissed at you because he was getting aggro. Yeah, well, because she kept calling their relationship non-existent and he's like, fuck off. Like, I'm not in the mood for this shit. I know. And I was like, Robin, you need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, hi, my non-existent partner. Yeah. Like, I understand that he'd just be like, you're on a fucking girl's trip. I don't know what's going on. I'm tired. I'm not in the mood. Like. But yeah, it sounded like she was having a go at him. You reckon? Yeah. I don't think she was having a go at him. No, she wasn't, but he would have interpreted it that way. Oh, you think? Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, because if, if, like, my boyfriend calls me and he's like, oh, hey, non-existent partner, I'd be like, whoa, what the fuck have I done? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're at home with your two fucking kids. Yeah, going, <laughs> she's off at, yeah. I don't know, Williamsburg or she's wherever She's having fun in Acapulco. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, you can go fuck yourself, mate. I'm the one take, holding the other four over here. Exactly. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. What, what else do you want to talk about with this episode, the little in-between scene? I want to talk about Ray's little speech in Surrey County. I thought that was oh, yeah. odd balls. First of all, it was odd. I want to talk about the fact that they don't know how to pronounce Surrey. They call it <laughs> Surrey. Surrey. Even the ambassador said Surrey County. I'm like, you don't know how it to It might pro- be how it's, how it's pronounced. It's spelt Surrey. And it comes from England. So trust and believe I know how to say it. It's sort of the way they pronounce it, sort of like when you're trying to be cute and you're saying sorry. It's like, I'm Siri. I kept thinking it's not Siri, it's Siri. <laughs> I don't know. Like at first I thought it was really cute and then it started to grate me. I'm like, it's fucking Surrey, mate. I could do without visiting Surrey again. I could. And then, okay, so what I really need to move on to is Ray 
He said, I'm really proud to see you. No, I'm really proud and thrilled to see you, as in to Karen. I'm thinking, yeah. what do you mean you're thrilled to see her? Didn't you see her before? <laughs> I don't know why he was speaking at all. And then he, 100%. And then he asks if she's announced the other things. Now, she is receiving an ambassadorship. <laughs> she is the first ambassador for Surrey County. She gets the key to the Sur- the sorry. She gets the key to the county. Key to the Surrey. Key to the Surrey. Okay, stop it. Um, listen to me. Stop it. Stop making me laugh. And then she talks about what her business is doing next. I'm like, that is so taco. That is the tackiest thing. It's totes inappropriate, man. This is not (laughs) the time to be peddling your wares. No, she's a hustler. No, sorry. That was tacky. I'm cringing just reliving it in my mind. I'm having a reaction rethinking. I'm reliving it. It's like my PTSD. I'm reliving the pain. But and this is this is about the candle, right? The Ladam is now doing candles and aromatherapy for the home, and 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 um, what's it? What's a face? Wendy. Fuck. Wendy's right there, man. I know, and Ooh. she didn't bring this up at all when Wendy was showing her like her idea for the packaging or whatever. No, um, because apparently it wasn't about her. It was apparently about Wendy, and that's why she didn't bring it up. I don't, I don't believe that is the way that she should have gone about it. And I love the fact that she said that there's a difference. Do you remember what the difference is? Yeah, hers is three wick. Wendy's <laughs> is one wick. <laughs> <laughs> so I funny. I love it. And, and how shady. It covers a larger area of space. <laughs> so our candles are different basically because mine's bigger and better. I would buy La Dame candles and Does not Wendy. Does it smell like the La Dame fragrance? Well, you'd hope not. I reckon it does. <laughs> I fucking so reckon funny. it does. And you can bet that um, Karen's will be out the door and on the shelves months ahead of Wendy. Well, you know, I'm, and that's the thing. When we finally see the physical candle, we will be able to go and buy said candle. Unlike yeah, Karen's not an idiot. Unlike the other candle, I don't know if there is a candle yet because I looked it up when the episode came out. There was not a candle. There was not a website. There was not a splash page. There was nothing. I ain't doing it again, bitch, unless you're (laughs) telling me on the show, here is my discount code for the 40% off. I ain't interested. I would love for this to develop into a conflict between the two of them. I want Karen to have a launch party oh, yeah. for her candle brand and invite Wendy and I want there to be a fight. Yes, I want I want to be able to say the words Candlegate. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Oh god, I love it. I love so it. Funny. They're entirely I mean, obviously they're entirely different. One's got three wicks, one's got one wick. And who's I mean, got apples the apples and oranges? I mean, we all know that Queen Karen has the bigger wick. I <laughs> 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 oh, could see. We're turning around say in one hand saying that nothing's going on and yet all of this is happening. So good. Oh, it's all gold. It's yeah. all gold. Yeah. I mean, and then we go we go to another dinner party, right? Pretty much. With um oh, well, Robin just coming in hot. 
bef- because before that they're playing tennis. Oh, yeah. And Robin turns around and says, I know who's not invited to my wedding and my bridal oh, shower. right. Again, no one gives a fuck about going to a wedding or a bridal shower. It's called, I'm doing something for me, come and give me a present, and here is your bullshit overcooked chicken. And yeah. as you said, if there even is a wedding. If there even is going to be one. A hundred percent. I mean. I, I loved how, though, Robin brought up how enthusiastic Wendy was cheering at their engagement party last year. Because yes. remember, that shit us to tears. We were like, well, Wendy, calm down. Because I forgot. A hundred percent. You are correct. It's but true. at the time, we were livid at how much she was carrying oh, on. Because they weren't even really good friends. We're like, calm your fucking farm. She was wailing. She was crying. She was on the floor. It was so much. Oh, it was gross. It, it, yeah, I'm glad Robin remembered. I know. I, yeah, I'd forgot. Do you remember how much we hated Wendy back then? I'm not too far off it, but I'm not hating her anywhere near as much as last season. Yeah, she stopped talking about the degrees and she's talking about her body. Yeah, I'd instead. rather talk about tits than your bullshit degrees. <laughs> so, it's far more salacious, therefore interesting. Totally. True that. Basically, we're back at the White House, right? And who called it that? Mm-hmm. One of the ladies called it the White House. I can't remember which. I thought that was funny. It's like the difference They're between the cottage ladies. and the big, ha- the main house. I thought that was funny. They are funny ladies. And I did think it was interesting that Candace was sticking up for Wendy at the table before the cottage ladies arrived back from Surrey. <laughs> and what else? Oh, that's right. So in the car coming back from Surrey, Mia Bills that when Karen and Wendy left the night before, Giselle said, if you're going to be a weak bitch, then you don't belong here. And then production shows us quickly what Giselle actually said, which was, if you're going to crumble every time, you shouldn't be here. And of course, Wendy's fucking firing back up to 10 now because she's like, she called me a weak bitch. Mia. You did. You did. That's right. And then it all fucking goes off again in the main house at dinner when yeah, Candace tries like, to you, toast you a friendship. You called me a weak bitch. And Giselle's like, I never said that. And Mia says, you did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But she didn't. And then it got. I thought it got resolved really quickly because I thought this isn't going to get resolved till reunion. But, no, they all... Even Mia went, oh, well, I did say I might not have heard the words yeah. fake bitch comment or whatever. It's like, she, It's how she interpreted and it. And then did you see Karen with her head in her hands? Almost like if you're going to take a firing shot, you better not miss, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's like if we're yeah. really oh, going to get okay, Giselle, we've got to get a good. It's, I love that. I loved Karen just Going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's right. She oh, did the thing about Wendy. It reminds me of church when I was a kid because my family made me go to Pentecostal <laughs> church. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is just like church. Like there was like the finger clicking and I'm like, <laughs> we. Some, I thought, Karen, are you going to stand up, clapping, scream out, testify, honestly? <laughs> and like what Wendy said wasn't even that great, but, but Karen's like, she did that. She did the oh, thing. Oh, damn, she did the thing. That was beautiful. Damn it, Wendy, you're <laughs> an inspiration. I'm like talking about laying it on thick but getting away with it. Oh, God. Because so if that was anyone else, they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> right now? <laughs> oh, And then Giselle in confessional, Karen, shut up. You just want a friend. We're like, yeah, but she's getting away with it. It's working. So mm-hmm. too bad how sad, Giselle. 
and then yeah. and then we've got next time Karen and Ray renew their vows. Uh oh. Ashley and Michael haven't slept in the same bed for three weeks. I'm like, that's actually Uh-oh. not abnormal after you've had a kid. It's really yeah. not. Like, I don't know if you need to know this, Nathan, but after you give birth, like you haven't had your period for X amount of months, i.e. like mm. 10, you can have your period for like two months straight. Do you know what? After seeing her placenta, I think I can process anything in so regards to the vagina. the fact so that I'm they good. haven't slept in the same bed for three weeks... If she is, so what do they call that uh, demand? If she's doing demand breastfeeding, so basically whenever the baby wants wants the boob, the baby gets the boob, and I can imagine that that would be how Ashley's doing it. I can, I can understand, imagine Michael would be jealous. I can understand Michael going like, I need to get up for work, babe. I'm really sorry, but I can't, like if he's a light sleeper and she's feeding every two hours, I don't think there's anything weird about them not sleeping in the same bed. So, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see what Ashley thinks of it. I just don't necessarily I think, it think be, it's weird. I think it would be unwise to give Michael Darby the benefit of any doubt. Though. Correct. That's fine. Okay. Candace and Chris are having pro- – basically the whole point is they're setting this up like every single one of them are having problems except for Karen and Ray. So Candace and Chris are having problems. Yeah. Her mum whispers – so. Candace's mum whispers to Robin, hell yeah, when Robin asks if she thinks that Chris is getting comfortable, i.e. about money, because we get a quick little snippet of him saying, I've never asked you for a penny. And I'm like, okay, so obviously Candace's mum thinks that Chris is trying to take her for a ride. And then Robin and Juan fight. whoop de fucking doop Still to come this season, Karen jumps out of a cake. Giselle, why am I doing this? You should be doing this. No, no, you do it. You, you know my notes are, oh, okay. for, for, for coming up are always a bit vague. Okay, so still to come this season, Karen jumps out of a cake. Giselle releases dead moths for some reason in front of her house. Karen gets vaccinated, i.e. Oh, yeah. vaccinated, but she pronounces it vaccinated. And then there's the filming of Candace's film clip. Then they go on a couples trip. G is so drunk. Apparently he takes... Cialis, is that Cialis, what it's called? Yeah. Cialis, I don't know, it's like Viagra, right? Uh-huh. And then tells the, all the women they need to get butt naked. Isn't it buck naked? <laughs> but anyway, butt naked, he says. And that they need to go, oh, that's right, they need to go to the butt naked club. That's what they need. <laughs> I don't know, I don't think everybody loves G Money Thornton, as Mia calls him, when she says everybody loves G Money Thornton. Uh, Michael and yeah. White Chris fight at Karen's again wedding. There's more infighting in the group. There's food throwing, or as I like to call it, salad tossing. And then Candace cries in a tissue corner. I mean, yeah, it and all was it the looks, dirty tissue? I don't know. I don't know, but it all looks good. Oh, it's going to be great. It all looks like fun. I don't know if it's going to be as epic as Beverly Hills. It's definitely going to have no. to be better than Roni. I don't even know if this Potomac is going to be as good as season two of Salt Lake City, but I'm here for it all. I'm here for it. I, I would love if Mia could just say, you did, to you- Erica Jane. That oh. would top me off. <laughs> you did. Oh, that would be good. I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone kind of bond over their dislike for this drunk G because he seems to be lit and when he's lit, he likes to talk and tell people what he thinks of them. 
I'm looking forward We're to blessed. that. This week. is a golden age of Bravo, except for Captain Sandy, that horrible bitch. And Roni this season. I don't know if we call oh, and this Roni. the golden... Well, now that it's over. It's golden yeah, age. I never we're back thought in of it. Age. Yeah, we're back in golden age. That's a really good way to put it. I never thought yeah. of it like that. I'll, I'll, keep, I'll, I'll keep that in mind as I consume my Bravo. <laughs> we're on the up and up. We're on the up and up. I need to be present uh-huh. and mindful of the joy that is Bravo. You are correct. You did. You did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note, right, bye. bye. <laughs>